Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Cambridge History, where today I will be talking about where I will be talking about the Allies gaining momentum in 1943 to 44 in World War II. So make sure to grab some water because it may be a long one. You'll never know. After the Guadalcanal campaign, the Allies initiated several operations against Japan and the Pacific. In May 1943, Canadian and U.S. forces were sent to eliminate Japanese forces from the Aleutians. Soon after, the United States, with support from Australia, New Zealand, and Pacific Islander forces, began major ground, sea, and air operations to isolate Rabaul by capturing surrounding islands, and breached the Japanese Central Pacific perimeter at the Gilbert and Marshall Islands. By the end of March 1944, the Allies had completely, no, had completed both of these objectives and also neutralized the major Japanese base at Truk in the Caroline Islands. In April, the Allies launched an operation to retake Western New Guinea. The Gilbert and Marshall Islands campaign were a series of battles fought from November 1943 through November no, no through February 1944 in the Pacific theater of World War II between the United States and Japan. They were the first steps of the drive across the Central Pacific by the United States Pacific Fleet and Marine Corps. The purpose was to establish airfields and naval bases that would allow air and naval support for upcoming operations across the Central Pacific. Operation Galvanic and Operation Korbash were the codenames for the Gilberts campaign in modern Kiribati that included the seizures of Tarawa and Makin during the Battle of Tarawa of 20 to 23 of November and Battle of Makin of the 20th to 24th of November 1943. Operation Flintlock and Operation Catchpole were armed at capturing Japanese bases at Kawajalane, Enewitok, and Majuro in the Marshall Islands. Wow, I, I, I thought I had escaped the names. I didn't. The Gilbert and Marshall Islands campaign lasted from the, from November 1943 to February 1944. The location was the Gilbert and Marshall Islands. The result was a U.S. victory. The belligerents were the U.S. against the Empire of Japan. Commanders and leaders of the U.S. Navy were Chester W. Nimitz, Raymond A. Spruance, uh, Richmond K. Turner, Mark Mischer, Harry W. Hill, and Carl Henry Jones. For the Marine Corps, their commanders and leaders were Holland M. Smith and Thomas E. Watson. For the Army, it was only Ralph C. Smith. For the Japanese, for the Empire of Japan Navy, theirs was Koso e, I, e, Abe, I don't know, Keiji Shibazaki, which, who was killed in action, Monzo Akiyama, who was also killed in action, Chuichi Hara, and for their army, they had Yushimi Nishida, who was killed in action. Casualties and losses for the U.S. were around 5,100 killed or missing, 
and 6,700 wounded. For the Japanese, their casualties and losses were around 21,000 killed and 375 captured. The Imperial Japanese Navy occupied the Gilbert Islands three days after the attack on Pearl Harbor, Hawaii. They built a seaplane base on Makin and dispersed troops along the coastlines of the northern atolls to monitor the Allied forces' movement in the South Pacific. The Marshall Islands are located approximately 220 miles or 350 kilometers northwest of the Gilbert Islands and had been occupied by the Japanese since World War I as a part of the South Seas Mandate. The Japanese regarded the islands as an important outpost for their navy. Allied commanders knew that an eventual surrender of Japan would require penetration of these islands, while commander of the United States Army, General Douglas MacArthur, wanted to push towards the Philippines via New Guinea. United States Navy Admiral Chester W. Nimitz favored a drive across the Central Pacific, through the Gilberts, the Marshalls, and the Carolines, and eventually the Marinas. No. Marianas. Huh. Mariana. Oh, Marianas. Wow, I am... Stupid. Wow. Which would put American B-29 bombers within range of Tokyo. In addition to forcing the Japanese to fight two fronts against the Allies, Nimitz driving from the east and MacArthur from the south, Nimitz's plan would neutralize the outer Japanese defenses, allowing American ground, naval, and air bases to be stationed there for future attacks against other occupied island groups. These outer islands included the atolls of Tarawa and Makin in the Gilberts and Maruhamajuro, Kawajalain, and Aina Witov in the Marshalls. Wow, I am not looking, I was not looking forward to that. In the Soviet Union, both the Germans and the Soviets spent the spring and early summer of 1943 preparing for large offensives in central Russia. On the 4th of July, 1943, Germany attacked Soviet forces around the Kursk Bulge. Within a week, German forces had exhausted themselves against the Soviets' deeply echeloned and well-constructed defenses. And for the first time in the war, Hitler canceled the operation before it had achieved tactical or operational success. This decision was partially affected by the Western Allies' invasion of Sicily, launched on, launched on the 9th of July which combined with previous Italian failures, resulted in the, in the ousting and arrest of Mussolini later that month. The Battle of Kursk, if we haven't already talked about this, was the Second World War engagement between German and Soviet forces on the Eastern Front near Kursk. No, 450 kilometers or 280 miles southwest of Moscow in the Soviet Union during July and August 1943. The battle began with the German launch or with the launch of the German offensive Operation Citadel or in German Unternehmen Zitadel on the 5th of July, which had the objective of pinching off the Kursk salient with attacks on the base of the salient from north and south simultaneously. After the German offensive stalled on the northern side of the salient, 
On the 12th of July, the Soviets commenced their Kursk strategic offensive operation with the launch of Operation Kutuzov, no, Kutuzov against the rear of the German forces on the same side. On the southern side, the Soviets also launched a powerful counter-attacks on the same day, one of which led to a large armored clash, the Battle of Prohorovka. On the 3rd of August, the Soviets began the second phase of Kurz's strategic offensive operation with the launch of Operation Bolkovitets Romyantsev against the German forces on the southern side of the salient. The Battle of Kursk lasted from the 5th of July 1943 to the 23rd of August 1943, and the German offensive was on the 5th of lasted from the 5th of July 1943 to the 16th of July 1943. The Soviet offensive lasted from the 12th of July 1943 to the 23rd of August 1943. Location was the Kursk, or was Kursk, and the Kursk Oblast in the Russian SFSR in the Soviet Union. The result was a Soviet victory. Territorial, territorial changes were the Soviets regaining territory along a 2,000 kilometer or 1,200 mile wide front after the battle. The belligerents were Nazi Germany against the Soviet Union. The commanders and leaders of Nazi Germany were Erich von Manstein, Gunther von Kluge, Hermann Hoth, Werner Kempf, Walter Morl, Otto Deschloch. Uh, and Robert Ritter von Grime. The commanders and leaders of Soviet Union were, most importantly, Gregory, no, Georgi Zhukov, which I still keep calling Gregory, um, Konstantin Rokosovsky, Nikolai Vautitin, Vautitin, Ivan Konev, Pavel Rotmistrov, Sergei uh, Rudenko, and Kirill Muskalenko. The strength of Germany during Operation Citadel was 780,900 men, 2,928 tanks, and 9,966 guns and mortars. The Soviet strength during Operation Citadel was 1,910,361 men, uh, 5,128 5, tanks, and 25,013 guns and mortars. The German strength during the Soviet counteroffensive uh, phase was 940,000 men, no, 940,900 men, um, 3,253 tanks, and 9,467 guns and mortars, with 2,110 aircraft. The Soviet strength during the Soviet counteroffensive phase was 2,500,000 men, 7,360 tanks, 47,416 guns and mortars, and 200, no, 2,792 to 3,549 aircraft. Casualties and losses of the Germans, I'm just going to say them, starting with Operation Citadel, then Battle of Kursk, were f during Citadel. 54,182 men, 252 to 323 tanks and assault guns destroyed, 1,612 tanks and assault guns damaged, 159 aircraft, and 500 guns. Battle of Kursk, the Germans lost 
165,314 men. Sorry, I've been touching my earphones so much. Um, 54,182 men during Operation Citadel and 100,132 men during the Soviet counteroffensives to 203,000. An estimate of 760 to 1,200 tanks and assault guns destroyed and 281 aircraft for 5 to 31 no, from the 5th of 31st of July. Casualties and losses of the Soviets now during Operation Citadel were 177,847 men, 1,614 to 1,956 tank and assault guns destroyed or damaged, um, 459 to 1,000 aircraft, and during the Battle of Kursk, 254,470 killed, missing or captured, 608,833 wounded or sick, 74% wounded, and 26% of them sick. A total of 863,000 to 1,200,000 men, you know, 200,000 men, um, around 710,000 casualties in combat, seven, around 7,000 tanks and assault guns destroyed, around 3,000 aircraft including long-range aviation, and 5,244 guns, Jesus Christ. The Germans hoped to weaken the Soviet counteroffensive potential for the summer of 1943 by cutting off and enveloping the forces they had anticipated would be the, in the cursed salient. Hitler believed that a victory here would reassert German strength and improve his prestige with his allies, whom he thought were considering withdrawing from the war. It was also hoped that large numbers of Soviet prisoners would be captured to be used as slave labor in the German armaments industry. The Soviet government had foreknowledge of the German intentions and provided, or no, provided by, in part by British intelligence's Tunny intercepts, aware months in advance that the attack would fall on the neck of the Kursk salient, the Soviets built a defense in depth designed to wear down the German armored spearhead. The Germans delayed the offensive while they tried to build up their forces and waited for new weapons, giving the Red Army time to construct a series of deep defensive belts and establish a large reserve force for counteroffensives. The battle was the final strategic offensive that the Germans were able to launch on the Eastern Front because the Allied invasion of Sicily began during the battle. Adolf Hitler was forced to divert troops training in France to meet the Allied threat in the Mediterranean rather than using them as a strategic reserve for the Eastern Front. Hitler canceled the offensive at Kursk only for, after only a week in part to divert forces to Italy. Oh, sorry, I'm tired of shit. Germany's extensive losses of men and tanks ensured that the victorious Soviet Red Army enjoyed the strategic initiative for the remainder of the war. The Battle of Kursk was the first time in the Second World War that a German strategic offensive was halted before it could break through enemy defenses and penetrate to its strategic depths. Though the Red Army had succeeded in winter offensives previously, their counteroffensives after the German attack at Kursk were their first successful summer offensives of the war.
On September 3, 1943, the Western Allies invaded the Italian mainland following Italy's armistice with the Allies. Germany, with the help of fascists, responded by disarming Italian forces that were in many places without superior orders, seizing military control of Italian areas and creating a series of defensive lines. German special forces then rescued Mussolini, who then soon established a new client state in German-occupied Italy named the Italian Social Republic, causing an Italian civil war. The Western Allies fought through several lines until reaching the German main defensive line in mid-November. German operations in the Atlantic also suffered. By May 1943, as Allied countermeasures became increasingly effective, the resulting sizable German submarine losses forced a temporary halt of the German Atlantic naval campaign. In November 1943, Franklin D. Roosevelt and Winston Churchill met with Chiang Kai-shek in Cairo, then, in, then, oh, then with Joseph Stalin in Tehran. The former conference def determined the post-war return of Japanese territory and the military planning for the Burma campaign, while the latter included agreement that the Western Allies would invade Europe in 1944, and that the Soviet Union would declare war on Japan within three months of Germany's defeat. From November 1943, during the seven-week Battle of Changde, the Chinese forced Japan to fight a costly war of attrition while awaiting Allied relief. In January 1943, the Allies launched a series of attacks in Italy against the line at Monte Cassino and tried to outflank it with landings at Anzio. On the 27th of January, 1944, Soviet troops launched a major offensive that expelled German forces from the Leningrad region, thereby ending the most lethal siege in history. The following Soviet offensive was halted on the pre-war Estonian border by the German Ar Army Group North, aided by Estonians, hoping to re-establish national independence. This delay slowed subsequent Soviet operations in the Baltic Sea region. By late May 1944, the Soviets had liberated Crimea, largely expelled Axis forces from Ukraine, and made incursions into Romania, which were repulsed by Axis troops. The Allied offensives in Italy had succeeded, and at the expense of allowing several German divisions to retreat, on the 4th of June, Rome was captured. The Allies had mixed success in mainland Asia. In March 1944, the Japanese launched the first of two invasions, an operation against British uh, positions in Assam, India, and soon besieged Commonwealth positions at Impal and Kohima. In May 1944, British forces mounted a counteroffensive 
that drove Japanese troops back to Burma by July, and Chinese forces that had invaded northern Burma in late 1943 besieged Japanese troops in Mietkina. I am pretty sure that's not how you pronounce it, but I'm not even going to try at this point. The second Japanese invasion of China aimed to destroy China's main fighting forces, secure railways between Japanese-held territory, and capture Allied airfields. By June, the Japanese had conquered the province of Henan and begun a new attack on Shangsha. guys tomorrow and I'm gonna go to bed.